Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Excited to talk about beauty. Um, Jen and your Jess. Let's do it. Uh-uh. <laughs> we're just we're just sort of okay. um testing out new intros. There we go. Yeah. Um feel free to feedback on that one. Okay, I have a lot to chat about. It's fat mascara. Oh, yeah, it's fat mascara. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I am back from my trip. Um, you know, it feels like I haven't been in the studio for two weeks because I haven't been in the studio for two weeks. I understand there was another woman here, <laughs> not totally thrilled about that um jk i listened it was really fun um but i brought back a special souvenir for my trip 
Um, then I want to talk to you about teeny tiny pimples, the kind you're not really sure what to do about. And then last, I want to talk about jade rollers and rose quartz rollers. Okay, we can do all, all that. And all the rollers that we're seeing. Let's do all that. And then we have a wonderful interview. However, I have a little housekeeping note about our interviews. I was thinking about this and I have uh, to share how we book. You guys know we have all these great personalities in the beauty industry. We want to get them all on the show. We don't always know it far enough in advance who's going to be what week. So like we were just looking, we were like, oh my gosh, we haven't had a hairstylist in a while. Or we had two people from a makeup world back to back or two similar people. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, it's we plan sort of like our bookings happen and then they change all the time. These so, people are very busy, important yes. people, high-powered executives, celebrity hairstylists who fly out at the drop of a hat, okay? Yes. They aren't flying out for us. They're flying for the clients. But the reason I say that is we have an awesome interview, by the way. And when his schedule opened up, we were like, let's just drop him in. Let's do it. Guess who we have? Who do we have? John Dempsey. This man is in charge of like pretty much every brand that's sold at Sephora and department stores. Am I wrong? No, he's pulling the strings in the beauty world. He's executive group president of Estee Lauder Companies, and he's going to tell us about his career and his cats and his dogs and a bunch of other stuff. You're going to love it. Such a good episode. So excited. Jess, I, I did miss you, but you, the episode was okay without you, right? It was actually really good. Last I was week. listening to it in Amsterdam, chuckling, laughing, saying, oh my God, girls, I know, totally know what you mean. I was chiming in to no one. Oh, okay. Well, we missed you. And I know you want to talk about something you brought back. Is it the little chocolate bunny that you brought me? Oh. Miffy. So cute. No, not um, that. I, I brought back... Okay, so I went... Sh this is a little bit of a twofer. This is hashtag shopping like a real person. Okay, okay yes. I went to this one store in um, Amsterdam called Baba Sue, and I'll link to it on our blog, but I also... It's on our Instagram. I put a little sneak peek of me shopping there. Mm -hmm. It was one of the best beauty stores I've ever been to in my life. All niche beauty and many brands I've never seen in the U.S. Ooh, and fantastic service. Thank you, Liam. Um, such great service. I went twice. Okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to buy myself. I always like to buy myself a little present when I'm away. Sometimes it's jewelry, but other times it's fragrance. Now mm -hmm. there's a little debate that was stirred up um, on the Facebook group after last or two week, two episodes ago when we were speculating about, um, we were talking about the IFF, Avant Garden Fragrance Exhibit. Yes. And we we're saying, you know, that a lot of millennials don't buy fragrance. So that's what, you know, fragrance brands are saying. That's what the fragrance industry is saying. That's their challenge right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, wouldn't it be cool if things like the fragrance exhibit came out, like how there's like Rosé Mansion, the Color Factory, all these kind of pop-ups, right. Museum of Ice Cream. And somebody made this point on Facebook. And, you know, listen, you're totally entitled to your opinion. I'm not like smashing it. But they said, well, yeah, we don't buy fragrance because it's really expensive. You know, $100 a pop or even more as many of these fragrances mm -hmm. are, even if it's $60. Like, it's an expensive purchase. And I thought about that for a second. I was kind of like, oof, was I a little tone deaf on the podcast? But then I was thinking about this when I bought this fragrance, and I'll share this with you in a second. It's mm -hmm. irrelevant at this point, the name. I think fragrance, and I and this is where I, I wonder if it's just two different mindsets, is such nothing like this fragrance. I was like, I have to buy this because it's going to bring me back to the moment. Yeah. It is so special. And I'm going to sound like a nerd here, but I know we all know this fact. 
nothing will link you back to a moment in time Mm -hmm. more than a scent. It's an actual scientific fact. We've all done this story as beauty editors. Like the nerve that's connected to memory is right next to the... I had an experience this week, which we can maybe get into, but yeah. the same exact thing happened to me. The nerve that's connected to memory is connected is, is like right nearby, like like geographically in your brain, nearby. Where you process the, olfactory. Yes. Exactly. Memory so and olfactory. It was yes. such a special time that I was like, I want to remember this moment. I want to remember being with my cousin. I wanted to remember the weather, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I bought this fragrance. Now and I hope you were spraying it there too to get like a yeah, view into totally, the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Um and I felt like you know, the fragrance was 100 euro. So it was like maybe like $130 or something like that. Okay. Not cheap. And I don't splash out like that on beauty products ever because hello, our jobs. Yeah. But I'm thinking if you're listening to Fat Mascara, if you're a beauty person, you've probably spent quite a few dollars on eyebrow pencils, lipsticks, blah, blah, blah. And if that gives you joy, that's amazing. But I feel like people are cheating themselves by not exploring they don't certainly like to buy a hundred dollar fragrance but the specialness joy of that experience you know of marking an experience with a scent yeah am i being no but i think a lot of people think well there's not a visible result and we live in a very visual world right now and it's you don't see it and i think we need to respect that like certain experiences no you're not gonna there's no memory you're not gonna see it but it's gonna be but stuck in your brain and that's awesome i yeah everything cannot be like where's the payoff because let me tell you if you lined up 10 nude lipsticks and you put them on i don't know if you could all tell the difference with this all is, of them fragrance is the purchase for you like you're gonna have a special feeling about yes. it like you're not doing it to look good for another person or to show off for your friends like sure you'll smell good but like yeah use it as a way to like connect with it, yourself. It's a, ti- it's, a, it's a time portal. It's, and also, you know, I'm sure like there's no way, like, you know, when I was reading about the fragrance, so now, okay, I'll, this is the big reveal. It's called, I can't even pronounce it. E-L-I-S-I-R-E. Okay. Can you give this a read? Let me know if you understand what that means. Elisire. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but um, uh, it smells divine. Uh, that the brand is LSIR and the the fragrance is O Papa Guena. I'll put again put a link wow, on the thing. Wow, we just butchered that one. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. Uh, a signature blend of bright nature. Maybe it's, this is why people don't buy yeah, fragrance because yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to pronounce it. But it's like I'm very wearing that bright. new O Papa Guena. <laughs> you like it? It's very. It's much easier to say like Calvin Klein Escape. You smell like beach and orange flower and vanilla all wrapped up into one. It's very like cocoony, but like fresh. Yeah, and, I don't know. It's it did lovely. something to me. Um, and it's a sunniness to it's it. It's something sunny, and it's funny because I'm not usually, you know, I don't like the sun. I hate the sun. No, but but there's something like like yeah. bright and luminous, and yeah. but also cozy about it. So, I think that we yeah. need other people to weigh in on this debate. And yeah. I realize we didn't mention as well that you were talking about our uh, Raise a Wand fan group, right? Not oh, necessarily yes, our yes, Facebook yes, page. Yes, our Facebook fan group. So I will put another link to that on the blog. But just the thing I wanted to say about this, when I was learning about this brand, because I, I immediately went back to my cousin's house and I was like Googling the brand. I was like, who is this? I need to learn about it. There's such artistry to fragrance that like there isn't in your press powder. Sorry, there's yeah. not. Yeah. Like. So, it's the same as a painter, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just felt so invigorated by that whole thread of comments, and I appreciate you all for chiming in. It's not – I'm not nagging you. I just was like – it really made me think about your 
push back to my comment last two weeks ago. And yeah, like, you know, you're doubling return. down. Yeah, return. Like okay, like your it. move, your move, Facebook group. So, okay, millennials aren't spending money on fragrance, maybe. You know what they are spending money on? What? Face rollers. Really? Yeah, actually, this literally, it's the amount of money that has been spent on face rollers this year is staggering. Okay. And I know a lot of people look at these and want them, but I don't know if they know what they do. And I have thought for a long time that this might be one of those beauty tools that's bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's moving lymph fluid along. That's what it says it does, but do we need to do that? So I did a little test this week, and I want to report back. Okay. Well, I tried the MDNA Beauty Roller, which is mm-hmm. $200 with its carbon black. Oh, I saw that on our Instagram. That Let looks so funny. Let me tell you, though, that is very different from a jade roller or rose quartz roller because it's angled inward, so it sort of feels like a little bit pinchy, like when the, a facialist does with her knuckles along your oh, jawline. Yeah. Ouch. It's definitely more of like a contouring moment. It feels like it's doing a little toning, too, because mm-hmm. you can be sore afterwards. But what I'm talking about are the little green jade rollers or the little pink rose quartz ones that you see everywhere. As cheap is $7 on Amazon.com. Two things. One, okay. they're not all jade, just so everybody knows. If that was real jade, it'd be a lot more expensive. I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> but any stone that um, has a high thermal inertia number, I looked into this, which means it doesn't, it conducts heat poorly, so it feels cool when you touch it. That's what you want. And honestly, glass does that. So plastic does not, however. So plastic roller is not going to do this for you. But that's because you want the cooling sensation because it has like an anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. effect, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the experiment I did. I had woke up after steak dinner was all salty. Sorry. <laughs> it was it was Eric's birthday. This okay. is, I'm sorry we ate meat. Sorry. It's okay. And I had a little bit of fluid underneath <laughs> yeah. my eyes. So I did one the way that you're supposed to do, which is rolling outwards so the lymph fluid is going out towards your ear and draining down that drainage uh, way. Okay. And then I was like, let me just see. Maybe it's just the cooling effect. It's not the movement of the lymph. It's just the cooling effect. No, the other one I did in towards my nose, yeah. which is what you're not supposed to do. Oh, God. I would be afraid I'd do something bad. I mean, what was the worst thing that was going to happen? I don't know. I took pictures before and after. Oh, my God. Do not roll it towards your nose. Oh, gosh. Because you're basically just like, I think I was just like compacting the fluid into there. It just looked puffier. Wow. Whereas the one that I rolled out towards my ear, it looked so, so much better. Okay. So it's not just the cooling sensation. I truly think it's that you are massaging. The only thing I'm also going to say is like, your fingers are free. What? Reach. <laughs> I love that. Your fingers are free. And I do think if your fingers were cool, like I know they get warmed up, so you're not going to have the same effect. But like if you put on a cooling moisturizer that you keep in the fridge and then you do a sort of facial massage outward under your eyes when their under eyes are puffy, you're going to have a similar effect. But I was ready to be a cynic about the face rollers and I'm kind of on board. Do you use one? Um, I have one at my desk. I also have the gua sha, the two gua sha stones at oh, my desk. Oh, these are the, like, they look like guitar picks, like large yeah. guitar picks, but yeah, made of stone. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, and those are more, I think, for like a, like a, the cheeky area, right? Yeah, I do that when I'm stressed out a bit. Okay, so there's a benefit. It makes you feel... Yeah, I feel like, okay, like I can focus a little bit. Um, yeah, it just also feels nice. I don't really do this as like, oh, I'm looking puffy. I feel like... I'm looking puffy. Like, it is what it is. Well, now you should roll, because I'm okay, telling you. I might you, be rolling. It works. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Tiny pimples on your <laughs> face. Tiny pimples that are everywhere. I'm really very sing-songy today, aren't I? I think it's like that, that Tuesday night feeling. Tuesday night music club with a... Uh, with Jen. Jen Goldstein. You're welcome. So, what do you want to talk about? Okay, so... I want to talk about zits, but I want to talk about like the 
the zits that the zits that like we're not quite sure how to categorize those zits that they're they're neither gross whiteheads that like you can just see in just yeah that you just you see them and you're like bam I mm-hmm. want to squeeze it yeah even though we're told not to but we all do we've been there yes. okay and they're not blackheads where okay. you know we know what to do which is like squeeze them when they're soft from the shower or whatever mm-hmm. and we're not talking about cystic hormonal on no. your chin no you're no we're talking, not talking about, about little... those, we're not talking about the big guys I call those M and M's like the ones that yeah like a marble under your skin yes oh yeah these are reddish papules right like a closed I say they're skin I say they're skin colored so I. I get them on my forehead sometimes okay. when like, you know, when I, I feel like it happens when I'm not getting enough rest or when like I've like slept with dirty hair, or I've been flying or something. They're like a bunch of them. It's like they all come out with their little friends to play on my forehead. Okay. And they're definitely pimples. What? what well, I didn't know. So they're like little skin colored things. I'm like, are, is it dermatitis? Is it milia? Is it milia? Yeah. But they kind of look like milia. So I emailed Mona Gahara. Okay. She mm-hmm. took a break from her busy day of being like a high-powered dermatologist mm-hmm. and she wrote me and she said these are usually um micro like she, there's she said they're cysts and I was like no 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 cysts I think are like those big the marbles right and she said no nevertheless they're cysts so micro cysts okay micro cysts micro cysts what's a micro cyst so they're pinkish or they're skin colored mm-hmm. sometimes they hurt okay and she said don't squeeze them <gasps> Because I've been squeezing yeah. them, hoping for little, little, little tiny, head to come little out. tiny, gro- tiny gross stuff to come out. Okay. Okay. Don't squeeze them. Okay. So now I know. Okay. Too little, too late. <laughs> don't squeeze them because you're going to scar. She said, really, just treat them like any old thing with benzoyl peroxide, and it's like a regular pimple. It's, yes, they're they are really actually regular pimples. It's such a weird spot for them because they always come up in weird spots, right? That you're not used to getting like mm-hmm, monthly. Mm-hmm. Pu- uh, all right. So benzoyl um, peroxide. Or um, I also sp- spoke to Dr. Whitney Bow. Okay. And we all know Dr. Bow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the Love Your Bugs podcast. Go back to it. It's one of our top rated ones. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that you can also use an over-the-counter retinol. She loves Dermalogica overnight retinol repair. Okay. She also recommended a monthly salicylic acid peel. But is that going to help to prevent them? She says it helps clear clear them up. So if you're somebody that gets them a lot. Okay, because I have dry skin and those those all those ingredients you just named do sort of irritate me. But. Well, I would say there are like, some retinols are in like moisturizers, which are really nice. Oh, you know which one I've been using? Rodan and Fields does them in the little capsules. They're little turquoise oh, yeah. capsules. Mm-hmm. And it's like in a nice oily yeah. base. Not oily, that's the wrong yeah, word. Yeah, but like a, like a nice... Elizabeth Arden has a new one too. Yeah, the They're ceramides. Little, yeah, those are nice. They're pink. Mm-hmm. But there's one with retinol now, and it's moisturizing. SkinCeuticals, I don't know if it's out yet, um, but if it is, we'll certainly put it on the blog. They have a nice retinol cream that I really like. It's like a retinol and a cream you use it at night. Not like the treatment serum version yeah, of a retinol. Yeah, it's a cream. Okay. Um, and then as for salicylic acid, there are some moisturizers that have that. So I would use those on the area overnight. Is that what you – so you're going to do that now preventatively on your forehead when you travel? Yeah, when I okay. yeah, when I know – because I don't know what it is, I, I and I – can't get to the root of that and it's kind of irrelevant the point is like when I know that I'm going to be in like you know I kind of get like like I told you when I get them when I'm stressed or when I'm flying yeah you feel them coming on exactly you're gonna treat them with that seems like a good plan Mm -hmm. thanks for your double doctor duty with all that information listen we are here to help you guys we're here to get the answers We've got a panel of derms on the on the line. On that note, go join the fan group so you can yeah. get in on the conversation. It's been really fun. Yeah. Guys, I love all the activity.
Miss Jen, you know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line. And after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. 
and it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. We are here with the Don. <laughs> yeah. The Dom? The Don. The Don. The Don. Okay. The Don of what? D-O-N. Okay. John Dempsey, executive <laughs> yeah. group president of the Estee Lauder Companies, Inc. He oversees a wide portfolio of brands. I'm just going to rattle off just a, a couple. Few. Okay. So, all right. Settle in. Clinique, mm-hmm. Mac, mm-hmm. Tom Ford Beauty. Yeah. Are you going to say mm-hmm after Okay, everyone? I won't. <laughs> um, Joe Malone London, Smashbox, you can keep mm-hmm, prescriptives, Aramis and Designer Fragrances, and the Men's Skin Care Group, as well as the company's recently acquired brands, Too Faced, Becca, By Killian, Glam Glow, um, Editions de Parfum, Frederick Mall, we love Frederick, La Labo, and Rodin, Olio Lusso, did I get them all? I believe so. Nailed yes. it. Yes. Welcome it. to Fat Mascara, yes. John. Welcome, John. So we have so many questions to ask you, but I feel like I have to ask the initial, how did you break into the beauty world? Let's just like Let's lay just the groundwork. Let's just get, get it done with. Yeah. Like rip the band-aid, so yeah. to speak. Okay. So it goes back, my grandparents actually, my grandmother's first cousin, Uncle Bernie from Chicago, Bernie Mitchell, who, was, who made a killing after World War II in the air conditioning business, had started a fragrance company in the 1970s called Jovan Musk. Of course! So Jovan Love Musk. Jovan so Jovan Love Musk was like the sexual revolution fragrance <laughs> in the 1970s. So Cousin Bernie, or Uncle Bernie as the case may be, became like super rich and growing up, in Cleveland, Ohio, seeing Cousin Bernie in the fragrance business <laughs> during the rad 1970s, I was super interested. I was always interested in entertainment and music. So somehow, um, the idea of being in the beauty business um, was something that I was super interested in. I, you know, so went you to s- a prep went to a prep school mm-hmm. in. Cleveland. Covered in Jovan Musk. Covered in Jovan mm-hmm. Musk. And then um, I went to Stanford University, studied in Paris, then went to NYU Business School. You were studying business the whole time, but did you have your eye on the prize? Like, I, I had my eye on the prize. I want to be beauty like Uncle Bernie. I wanted to, be, I wanted to be beauty like Uncle Bernie meets Uncle Bernie. Max Factor, meets Estee Lauder, mm. meets... So you were laser focused. I was laser focused. I really wanted to be in the beauty business. So I graduated from business school mm-hmm. and I had to get a job and I interviewed like absolutely everywhere, could not get a job. And through a friend of a friend had an introduction to Rosemary Bravo wow. at Macy's and went into the Macy's executive training program. Being a trainee assistant 
in the cosmetics buying office. And interestingly enough, I ended up not successful in my first job and was sort of removed or relieved of my duties <laughs> being the trainee in cosmetics in Macy's in the early 1980s and was transferred to Parkchester in the Bronx to be the <laughs> department manager of the Sergio Valente jeans department oh. during the release of Flash Dance, where the A track was playing "Maniac for Your Love." <laughs> Wait, did, did so, you feel like a like like a real fall from grace? It was a removed? fall for it was a fall from grace. Yes. What did so, you do? Can I just ask? Um, I you were removed. I was removed. I was put into I'm another assignment. Picturing you literally being plucked. I was plucked. Yes, I was chosen. Block. I was chosen to change jeans up. And in Parkchester, and I was standing in this store in Parkchester, like having a nervous breakdown, and someone <laughs> walked into the store and looked at me and said, you don't look like you belong here at Macy's Parkchester. You look like you belong at Bloomingdale's. And I thought, they're right. I do belong in Bloomingdale's. So I literally, through a friend of the friend, quit my job at Macy's after eight months, went and met Mike Blumenfeld, who recently passed away, who was head of beauty at Bloomingdale's, and ended up arriving at Christmas time, being the assistant to the person who was scheduling all the freelance spritzers for fragrance in Bloomingdale's in the Giorgio Beverly Hills moment. Oh. And I basically went full in starting on a buying line. And I, I so that was my, my first real beauty moment from failed executive in the Macy's training program to spritzer. Perfume spritzer. Okay. Freelance spritzer. Freelance spritzer. Hirer. Hirer, purveyor. Spritzer for hire. Spritzer for hire and therefore of. <laughs> and um, from there I went to, I became a fine fragrance buyer at Saks Fifth Avenue. I met the lauders. I met almost everyone. And that was just the beginning of my running. career. But for the first 10 years of my life, actually, I was a beauty merchant. So I actually yeah. started on the buying side, started on the selling floor mm -hmm. and started that way. So I always had a very different approach than a lot of the other people who've come into the business. And um, that's how it started. So you know both sides of the game. I know both sides of the I game and I got to meet everyone. I think a lot of people in the beauty industry now know you because of Mac. Mm -hmm. And you landed there in, in the late 90s, right? Yes. What were you tasked with doing and what did you want to do with it? And how did you end up coming with, up with some of these great collaborations that Mac has done over the years? Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm probably the latest bloomer in the, in, in, in the bunch here. I, I arrived at Mac in 1998 mm -hmm. and had already been at the Estee Lauder companies for seven years having worked in various, you know, senior sales marketing roles on the Estee Lauder brand when we were a privately held company. And when I was um, given the assignment, actually, to go to Mac, it was an assignment that actually nobody wanted. Why? People thought it was risky. They thought it was um, odd. They thought it was sort of out of people's comfort zone. It was like a weird little Canadian It was a little weird little brand, Canadian right? indie brand with sort of freaks and <laughs> glam goth artists, you know, dressed in black and it didn't really fit what everybody thought, you know, the world was all about. Mm -hmm. And and an uh, outlier with Estee Lauder. It was an outlier 
it was an outlier with Estee Lauder, but quite honestly, it was the beginning of the makeup artist revolution that transformed the entire beauty business. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's funny, at the time, I had been offered a couple other jobs, internally and externally. And I remember telling Leonard that I didn't want what they had offered me. And when he said, what about Mac? I said, I'm in. I had no idea what I signed up for or what mm -hmm. I was in for, but I knew that there was something unique and very special. So I took my navy blue suit from Estee Lauder, and converted my it. entire burned it, <laughs> took my entire wardrobe and converted to black, and got an apartment in Dan Aykroyd's old loft in Toronto, <laughs> and literally went <laughs> and literally you know really went to work, you know, trying to understand what made the brand unique and special and to keep it more unique and special and to let it become what it eventually has become over the years. And I, I'm incredibly lucky. It was amazing timing. The founders of the brand had created an amazing story and I arrived at the moment that Frank Angelo had passed away, and One Frank Toskin, and Frank Toskin, who was the other founder, had made the decision that after selling to the Estee Lauder companies, he didn't want to be there. And well, that makes he, things easier. Here, here, it, here I am, the suit from Estee Lauder, <laughs> arriving in the parallel alternative universe in Cabbage Town, in Toronto. And people, quite honestly, were terrified. They were concerned and concerned that I wouldn't really know what or how to do. But what people didn't really understand about me is growing up in Cleveland, Ohio, was like growing up being Canadian mm -hmm. on the other side of the Great Lakes. And that I was a pop culture junkie growing up listening to the Motown sound on the radio, and basically loved everything about pop culture. So did is and when I so when I when I when I got there, I saw within Mac the runway to really embrace everything that was diverse and fun and exciting and kooky and wacky and wild. And at the same time, to embrace to embrace the professional heritage elements of what the brand was about. And so, were you bringing in all of those collaborations and bringing in all of you know that you know when I think of Mac, I I think of the cosmetics, but I also think of all you know Viva all, Glam, yeah. RuPaul. Yeah. Well, I took I arrived um, with an incredible beginning already cast for me because when I arrived, mm -hmm. RuPaul and Katie Lang were the Katie original two spokespeople for the brand. And it was sort of a daunting thing because um, the brand had gotten relatively large, not anything close to what it was right now. And people were sort of afraid to make the next move or what was going to define what Mac was about with somebody new there, mm -hmm. a new company, new, new direction. And the marching orders I was given from the Lauder family from William and Leonard was go make Mac 
more Mac than it's ever been. And it was funny, I was trying to come up with what my first signal to the world was that I saw them and what Mac represented. And I was on a business trip learning about you know their various markets. And I was in Japan. And then I was in Southern California. And on the radio, because those people still listen to radio back then, <laughs> um, Unpretty by TLC was the number one song in the country. And the lyrics of the song go, it doesn't matter how much Mac you wear. You know, it's not yeah. going to be, yeah. you're not, you know, to be pretty. So all of a sudden, I sort of got this connection that somehow the hip hop moment around the world was also part of the playbook or the rich history of Mac. So I have to ask you about another brand. I mean, we, you have so many brands. You can go through your portfolio all night. But like another brand I so associate you with is Tom Ford, which is, you know, so For different sure. from a street tribal kind of like brand. It's it's the ultimate luxury brand. You really brought Tom into the fold yes. at Estee Lauder Company. Isn't sure. that well, correct? Actually, I, I, I did, actually. I, I'm super proud. When you go back over the course of what you've done in your career, being able to have worked with Tom to actually established the brand, which was 10 years ago right now as well. And to have been able to have done that from scratch at that moment when he had actually left Gucci and before he had started the fashion brand was... People don't realize the brand, the cosmetics brand, the beauty brand started first. Yes. Right, so it that's started unusual. As, it's unheard of. Yeah. Um, people thought... Oh, because he was at Gucci then, right? He had left, he left Gucci. Gucci. And oh. he was in a moment where he had no licensing deals or anything. At the time, I was overseeing Mac and the Estee Lauder brand. But actually, Tom Ford is a tribe. When you think about the type of style and the inherent sexiness and sort of glamour that he represents, mm -hmm. he has always attracted a very strong male and female audience who are very much attracted to him personally and his vision in How terms of... How could you of not be? <laughs> I mean, then the world is a tribe. The, her, the, the world, world is a tribe. The world is part of Tom Ford's <laughs> tribe. The world is part of Tom Ford's. The pulse. So, um, so yes. So I, I started, we started that 10 years ago. And it is the most successful designer beauty business born in the 21st century. Well so done. We actually, when yeah. you actually think about it, others had tried mm -hmm. and failed. So it oh, really yeah, has yeah. been... We won't um, name names, but think about them. Yes. Yeah. So, and then I know... You know, you obviously being in the Estee Lauder Tower, you, and given how your you know tenure there, you're very tight with Mr. Leonard Lauder. I am. Now, I'm not very... a lot of people can say that, and we we haven't had him on the podcast. <laughs> no, but we saw him last week. <laughs> they did see him he last would be, week. He'd be so amazing on a can, podcast. Can you indulge us? I know, but we we haven't um we haven't had the chance to ask him. <laughs> what can you give us? Just indulge us. What are some things that you've learned from him? What are some things that have been really special and impactful on your journey at Estee Lauder, even in your life? Well, first of all, he is the ultimate global citizen. He what does that travels mean? and looks at everything around the world and finds inspiration and passion in places that you would never think of. In traveling with him, he would get as excited to go to a bake shop, a restaurant experience, 
What's the weirdest show. place he dragged you to around the world? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> that, what, what's weird in anything? Um, <laughs> I don't really, you know, it just, it just. It, he's it, adventurous, I guess. He's a, it's the mashup. Yeah. It's his, his understanding of the culture. You know, he comes from a different era. Yeah. But. He's kind of he, with it, though. But he's a very <laughs> with it person. And yeah. he was the person who had the vision to understand that, you know, after making his mother everything that she became as a global brand and creating Clinique as the counterpoint to Estee Lauder and creating the Aramis Man in the 1960s and mm-hmm. doing all these amazing things with, you know, the idea of color families and color printing with mm-hmm. prescriptives and working with William to develop Origins in, in 1990 and the natural space. He always has been a visionary. And what he's taught me is that there's no detail that's too small hmm. and that what matters the most is the way that you make people feel and the way that you treat other people. And whenever he travels, he had this famous thing in the company, we call it a blue note. So there's this blue pad of paper that only the senior executives of the company have. Uh-huh. And it has your name on it and it's in script, like Estee Lauder wrote the oh, name wow. like in 1947. And Leonard Lauder sends you a blue note. And on the blue note, he has this unintelligible handwriting, which is just as bad as mine. So. <laughs> and he'll write notes or he'll make his version of an emoji face and he'll attach articles or give you a hard time about something or thank you or thank someone for spending the time. Or when he goes on a trip, he has a tape recorder that he goes at the end of his trip and he'll remember the name of every person he met in his store, whether they worked for the company or whether they worked behind a counter or they worked for the press or the trade. And that person will receive a hand-signed note from him. Is it a blue note? That's, That's sometimes a stationary. The blue note okay. goes to us. The handwritten note or the stationary type note goes on his stationary. But details. And I, it's a it's a detail. And I have to tell you that there are people that have met Kim thirty and forty years ago that saved those letters. Of course, yeah. And that personal touch and in it to win it mm-hmm. and business being an extension of your life and life being an extension of your business. The way that he understands things for me, has been unbelievable. You know, you you listed a bunch of these brands. We talked about a lot of them were built in-house at Estee Lauder, but something that you and he both have an eye for is these acquisitions. Absolutely. Estee Lauder Companies owns a lot of brands. Jess listed them off when we were introing you. There are so many beauty brands now. Like every day there's a new freaking tiny brand that wants to be the next Estee Lauder. And I bet a lot of them are knocking on your door, wish they knew Leonard Lauder. How do you guys, you're both visionaries, how do you see what is the good ones? Like what stands out as like this is going to be something special? Because you don't have a lot of duds. Well, first of all, first (laughs) of all, it's, it takes, it takes a village. I work for an amazing CEO, Fabrizio Fredo, who, has been at the helm of the company for past decade. William Lauder has been the executive chairman of the company, and Leonard is the chairman emeritus. Mm-hmm. And we have a, an investment committee that actually screens and looks around the world at all these businesses with a very structured, strategic yeah, but process. Like but I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just giving, I'm giving you the yeah. back part. But, <laughs> okay. but I just want to understand. You know, we're a big public company yeah. with shareholders, right. so you it, do doesn't go, it doesn't go. It doesn't just. It doesn't just go based it's on what I like and my intuition yeah. and instinct. However, I rely heavily on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I look everywhere. I um, And I meet everyone. And there's no idea in my mind that's too small. 
and there's nobody who can ever be discounted. What's super exciting about today's world and super scary about today's world is there actually are overnight success stories today with the internet Mm -hmm. and influencers Mm -hmm. and e-commerce and the amplification of search and all the digital dynamics. We're living in a world where somebody literally can become famous or match a product or an aspiration with a success, whether it's a, a, a financial idea or a product right. idea. And that's an amazing thing because in some way the world gives everybody a chance. But what if there's like someone out there who's like has an idea or has a teeny tiny brand and they want to be big like the brands that you have? What, what, what are you looking for and what could they be doing? Yeah, I'm sure lots of people who are listening have well, their own brands or, you know, we're dying. I, my makeup DLC. brushes are amazing and yeah. Estee Lauder needs to first, make first them. Of all, first of all, there's the germ of an idea. Mm-hmm. There's the idea of actually how you build a brand and how you build a brand that goes beyond one person's idea or one person's personality dynamic to make it a global business. As a company, we believe that Anybody can get you to buy something once with a good story. Mm-hmm. To get somebody to buy something over and over and over again and to repeat those purchases and to actually become loyal to you as a brand and to trust you doesn't happen that frequently. Right. Right. Don't you think your shareholders, though, would be psyched if you were like, cool, this one brand makes this one product, we're going to sell $2 million of it make $2 million and then whatever happens, happens. No, I, or is that not the Estee Lauder way? Two million. Um, it is. It is. It is. It is the Estee Lauder way. But unfortunately, today, two million dollars <laughs> doesn't go as far. Oh yeah, you guys. Four, I'm sorry, my number. Almost nearly a fourteen billion dollar company. It's. it's and, you know. And you know what? And that. And therein lies. Therein lies the challenge. Yeah. Because when you're a big company with big results, the numbers and, have to. You no, know, the big. numbers are super important. Yet at the same time, the bigger you get, the more micro focused or able to scan to understand where the germ of the next wave is coming from. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and there is a danger, and I've done it myself, where you get very comfortable. And I've learned the hard way. I don't discount anybody or anything because... Um, what do you mean the, you learned the hard way? I know. Like, yeah, what happened? I didn't probably fully appreciate the change in the influencer paradigm that's dramatically change the way that people communicate and talk about and shop for beauty and shop for I think beauty. you I didn't I didn't I didn't think I really understood that like I have a 10-year-old daughter mm-hmm. who wants to be a YouTube star. She actually went to a boot camp at Google and does the video hi guys with <laughs> unicorns and yes she's my daughter. So yes, hi guys with the unicorn and all the other yeah. stuff here and Catherine can vouch for it. And, you know, she is looking at these tutorials Mm -hmm. and, you know, whether it's Jojo Siwa with her bow on the left on the side of her head or the right. And by the way, I went to L.A. this summer. She wanted to meet Jojo Siwa. I had no idea even who Jojo Siwa was, but I do now. (laughs) And so, so, but, 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 you know, understanding that generationally that the communication mechanism and the way that you sell product has disrupted the way that generations actually experience and learn about beauty products and aspire to buy things. Mm -hmm. I was a little late myself personally Mm -hmm. and actually, maybe not so late and probably a lot earlier than most other people, but 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 I, 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 but
fundamentally, because it's, it's, it's super interesting. When you look at a lot of the brands, and some of the brands that we've bought, yeah. actually, if you look at Too Faced mm-hmm. or Smashbox, we talk about them like they're overnight sensations. They've been in business over 20 years. You know, it's, it's super interesting when I look at our competitors, like Anastasia or Urban Decay. These are businesses, some of which had gone through various stages of ownership and various types of distribution, even mm-hmm. Becca, which has been around for 20 years. Yeah. Yet in the new storytelling paradigm, with the new millennial Gen Z customer, all of a sudden, everything is different and new again. It so, looks like a completely different brand than it was 10 years yes, ago. Yes, and, and so having worked on heritage brands, or even having worked on Mac, which was the original community brand, and the ultimate experiential brand, you know, I don't think that I fully understood that my customer or our customer would be influenced by this. Mm-hmm. And... I, um, be influenced by these inf- influencers and by these YouTube channels and by social and all that? Everything. Absolutely everything. Did and you? I, I, I honestly, it caught me a little flat-footed. So I, if that's what I, I'm being. So, yeah. So yeah. I'm being, I'm being. Um, so do, how do you, how are you going to prevent or, you know, what have you. He went you to boot camp you, 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 at yeah, Google you headquarters. A, you've got a secret spy. I mean, you've got, you've got people on the ground. You've got a 10-year-old daughter. But what are you going to do like going forward like to stay? You know, we worry about this in our own, in our own jobs. Like how do you evolve with so the times? I mean, being, being older and having a young daughter in the beauty business is a little bit of my insurance policy. <laughs> I know, but eventually because I'm, she'll grow I, because, up. Because, because, because I'm lucky in that I'm experiencing her aspirations and mm-hmm. her tune in on through the world eyes. Yeah. through her eyes. Yeah. And I think that the thing that people forget is that you have to see the world through the eyes of the customer and the eyes of the way that people experience things. And people get very comfortable with the paradigms and the business mm-hmm. models and the types of things that they're used to. So it I've always been a person that's pushed the status quo, always tried to disrupt myself and Another key lesson that Leonard Lauder taught me is if I took an eraser and erased my brand off a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. what brand would take its place? And, you know, you have to be able to be hard on yourself and to understand that being in business is not a God-given right. You have to earn it. And and that little little, um, practice that you just talked about, is that so you can stay ahead of the competition and do... Yes. Well, I also want to know how I want to know how I would disrupt myself. Oh, like the, who's the so, little guy that's out to get you? Or who's Let's the big guy who's out to get you? Because, because, because we're, we're competitive. Yeah. And a lot of the companies that we compete against are very competitive. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's looking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody has their approach. So if you were going into business against yourself, knowing your vulnerabilities or knowing your strengths, what would you do? What's and an I, example of something you just, like, how did you disrupt any one of the brands that I named at the top of the show? Um, Jess, that was a good question. Wow, what a question. How did I disrupt? I mean, there's a lot to choose from. There's a lot to choose from? Okay. Tom Ford. Luxury, aspirational beauty. The disruption of Tom Ford beyond what was his unique point of view in terms of Black Orchid and noir and sort of the, the sexy sort of aspirational imagery, we made the decision that we were going to be the most luxe lipstick brand on the marketplace. Was that a pr- the like a price point? You're like, no, but we, we, we started off mm-hmm. saying 
if price was no object, <laughs> not like what's the highest price point I can get away with, but if I like could go, if we could go, if we could go to every fragrance supplier and every makeup vendor mm -hmm. and every packaging person say, what would it take without being totally ridiculous? We priced the brand 25% higher than Dior and Chanel. Right? And it was, you know, at the time to come out with a $55 lipstick when the highest price point lipstick in the marketplace was $30 or $32.50, people thought was absolutely insane. And it was a disruption because all of a sudden in the price value, you know, sort of framing of everything, it first of all allowed us to do something that was way more extravagant in terms of product formulation and in terms of packaging, provide a much more immersive sort of point of sale experience. So if and I at the come same out time, with like $100 lipstick, can I disrupt you? Um, <laughs> I know it's not that simple though. It's not that simple. Yeah. And you have to think of it first. So, you know, <laughs> and quite honestly, and there, are a lot, there are a lot of $100 lipsticks now. Yeah. And there, are a lot of and there are a lot of artisanal fragrances now. So, and, so and, and by the way, the idea of doing a luxe brand, I didn't make it up. No. The idea, so, but I'm just saying the paradigm or the shift of reframing the marketplace. Yeah. When the entire marketplace was trading as the next designer prestige fragrance with banners and TV commercials yeah. and all the above. The game. We changed the conversation mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we changed the game. Who are like who are you looking at right now? It doesn't just have to be the beauty industry, but what are some brands that are changing the game right now that you I remember I was talking to a Clinique executive, they were talking about soda stream. I'm like, why is a beauty person talking about soda stream? You know, the seltzerizer yeah, yeah. of the water. Do you seltzerizer? <laughs> you know seltzerizer, which I but, still don't get. But by the yeah. way, Japan and Japanese women apparently like to use the carbonated water as a toner. I heard that, yeah. That's yeah. They're, they're marketing it that way now. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but what brands do you look at out in the marketplace? And don't you dare tell me Google or something obvious like that <laughs> that are doing that now. It can be beauty too. I'm sure you're always looking. Listen, I have a lot of admiration for a lot of the community brands that have managed to leverage. Um, their platforms into selling beauty products. So I'm not gonna, I don't have to mention them all, but I, I do have a, a nod and a- Like a Huda Beauty kind of, like a well, influencers? Well, you know, Huda Beauty is interesting because, you know, Huda was, you know, she is one of the, she's, she's the biggest, community. she's the biggest- Oh, he's talking about Glossier, isn't he? Oh. Yeah, but- Yeah. Perhaps, Communi but it's a- Community brand. But community mm -hmm. brands, and you know, when I think about the success of our company, mm -hmm. I mean, wasn't Estee Lauder really a community brand? Yeah. yeah. Just in those days. She was going around from place to place. Place from, to from place, from counter to, to counter, yeah. and salon to salon, and meeting newspaper editors, and doing radio shows, and doing local TV. So she built her beauty tribe. If you're not seen today, you don't exist. Yeah. Oh. So so I, and that's, you know, now I'm, I a, think that's I'm a product, I'm a product junkie. I'm a fashion Ooh, junkie. Let's get into that. And honestly, yeah. I give tremendous credit and I have a lot of love for a lot of artisanal brands and a lot of chemists and a lot of people who are not famous, who have not made a lot of money, and I appreciate what they've done. But in today's world, it's not if you're not seen, you're not heard. So and so I so when I look at in today's world in disruption and actually even interestingly enough, when I look at Lalabo, mm -hmm. in a world of a lot of noise 
and fast fashion, they make their noise by making no noise. So they're slow retail. They're sort of laid back, come in, have a cup of coffee, no displays, just come with me and explore what you want to do, is almost the antithesis of everybody else selling. And in that noisy environment, it's being so quiet yeah. is a disruption. So mm -hmm. it all depends on the context of how you find these things. So, and the same thing has happened, you know, look what, you know, fast fashion disrupted the apparel paradigm. Mm -hmm. Direct to consumer, you know, platforms like ASOS are disrupting Zara and disrupting H&M. Personality brands or artisanal vertically oriented things are disrupting ASOS. So every everybody is fishing around. It's just so crowded and it's so noisy. It's a very, it's a very crowded, noisy environment, which goes to the importance of brands, authenticity, and brand builders. On this brand builder note, now I know that you could do like a whole, you know, master class on this or like just start your own you know, college for this, but we always get so many DMs and emails saying like, I want to start a brand or I have this little, you know, kitchen cosmetics kind of brand. And all of these questions come to us as if Jen and I are Estee Lauder herself, who, you know, having bought, built a huge brand. Mm -hmm. I don't always know what to say to them. They say like, how should they break into the beauty business? I know it's a big question, but can you just, you know, throw us a bone here? Like some kind okay, of answer well, we can reply with? Um, well, first of all, if you don't have a great product or if you don't have a unique selling proposition, mm -hmm. don't bother showing up. You don't like the, the whole... The no, but you, 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 nobody needs another... They're nobody not all need, kitchen you know, cosmetics. No, 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 no this is not... No, but nobody needs a generic. We've heard some good ideas no, no, but nobody, nobody, nobody needs a Nobody needs... Nobody needs more generics because in a generic world, lowest price wins. Mm -hmm. Because in a functional search-oriented world, mm -hmm. if you're just buying something that just moisturizes or gives you a color. If you don't get any sort of emotional connection of what that then product you, or that experience is about, then you better be the lowest price producer and you better be able to <laughs> get the biggest distribution because you're never going to win. I, to me... So emotional the, connection, I hear Emotional you connection, yeah. authenticity in terms of a unique story, mm -hmm. and God knows there are millions of stories that are still left to be told. What story are you tired of hearing? Oh, good question. I'll tell you mine. I can't. <laughs> I can't because I would probably be shot. There's, What's there, are a couple, there are a couple of stories that I'm tired of I'm hearing about. But. I'm tired of hearing the story. And I believe, I'm sure it's always true. I'm just tired of hearing it. Like, the, like I couldn't find something to treat my, like, <laughs> I knew you were gonna my say eczema that. or my this or my that. But like this thing I like whipped up in my kitchen just happens to work. They come for Deside, these new brands. They say, there was nothing on the market like this. And I'm literally in my head going, you had this, I'm this, like, have you this, tried this, a Ven? This. Have you tried like, <laughs> like any of these like clinically tested, reasonably priced, like. Yeah, but you know what? If somebody believes it. I'm, I'm sure no, I'm no, sure no, wait, they do. That, 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 that's actually the, the thing about the beauty business <laughs> where you actually find the brilliance is the less you know sometimes, the better. Yeah. If I knew <laughs> what I know now, I'm not sure I could have done You'd with that. No, I would be so scared. Yeah, there'd be a fear. I, I, would, I would never <laughs> in my wildest dreams yeah. have done some of the insane things that I did 
or some of the create well actually in today's world it's even more obvious yeah but i i don't think i would have been too afraid i would have had considered like did you consider the effect of this in you know (laughs) x country y or this group that feels marginalized or this group that feels you know i i i would i would be so yeah concerned about every constituent in every way, shape, or form that of being PC, done. that I would never, you would never get out of the house. He's, so, like, so and it, and, and, but we're living in a Cleveland. world today that everything has a consequence. Yeah. And if you... I was just thinking of origins in the gumball machine, because I used to do retail. Like, imagine the person that thought through the legal ramifications. What if someone chokes on the gumball in the origins, you know, store? Then we're going to have that problem. Like, Actually, you're right. That's probably the reason why the gumballs aren't there anymore. The gumballs are gone? <laughs> Oh yeah, they don't. Anymore. They don't have them anymore. They don't have them anymore. <gasps> okay, it's a good thing you I don't, don't run actually, a beauty brand. You, you don't actually. Yeah, or someone who's like diabetic who had one. Like this, yeah. You know, you this sent me into a shock or yeah. something. So contains I, nuts. I I I believe that you go, actually Leonard has the ultimate quote: "If you don't know where you want to get to, you'll never get there. So you need to be so focused. These people that email have us, a dream. Get a goal. Have a dream. Yeah. Have a goal." And have a deliverable that's attainable. You know, to, to wake up in the morning and say, I want to be the biggest makeup brand in the world, or I want to serve all ethnicities with, you know, One non-harmful vegan, vegan <laughs> ingredients that, you know, are free. I mean, you know, so just like putting all <laughs> sorts of unrealistic parameters or things together. They're it's free. not real. But people make the most Absurd outrageous... Like Sort of, you know. <laughs> I'm still yeah. laughing at the free ingredients. He's probably heard it, but anyway. John is not laughing at all. I know, He's because like I, I, I've, I've heard. But how do these people even get in the room with you? Surely they never even get in the room if they're speaking like this. You definitely stop meeting these like. First of all, people, people have ago. figured out. Your email, email address? No. <laughs> they've, broken it, they've broken into Instagram. So mm. I've actually been hacked. I've been actually, people have actually DM'd me in Instagram. We thought you might have some bots. We were th- talking about that. So There's people some weird actually, comments. so people actually DM into my Instagram. Oh my yeah. God. And bizarrely, I don't even know how, sometimes they get into my corporate what? email account or. He's, he's looking around no, the room no, like no, for it's very, to it's very, it's very, really guess. No, but, it, but it's not to blame, but it's just. <laughs> Generally, when some when there's a will, there's a way. I like the gumption. You gotta, you gotta, you know. You'll give them a minute to hear the pitch. Then, if they make their way I, in. Um, but... Listen, I, I've been a big supporter of half the people who are competitors. Mm. I've given a lot of advice to a lot really? of people, and I really do wish everyone well. I can't say that everybody operates that way. Right. So That's I, great. so a lot of people have come to me to ask. What do I think, or what would I do? And I haven't always been right, but I, but I do because I think the competition is good, and I think that it keeps you, you know, on your game. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. Wait, before we, since this isn't yeah. the masterclass in starting business, I do have to ask you. Mentioned that you love product. I do. We're not going to let you go without talking about product. Tell us some of the products that make their way into John Dempsey's bathroom. Like if the, you name one that is not owned by Estee Lauder companies, you get bonus points. Okay, I'll name one that's not. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be authentic. I'll tell all those. I, that's right. I, I, Practice I, um, what you preach. Of Estee Lauder companies' products, I use um, a lot of La Mer. 
Mm. Um, Your skin does I look good. love. Um, it's very glowy. I yeah. use like a lot of skin. the Tom Ford, um, all the fragrances. Mm. Um, a lot of them I developed because we didn't have anything in the portfolio that I really <laughs> liked. I use um, Clinique cleansers. I used Vance Night Repair. I'm obsessed by this cult beauty product called Biologique Recherche P50, which is this. Oh, we know it. It's, I I swear by it. So you just I, put like a I, funny I, meme of it on our Instagram. Really? I, yeah, it's I, 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 if it's funny. not on St. Hoax, he's I, not going to I, 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 I use it. So I, you know, I. You're allowed. I'm allowed. So, okay. you know, I can allow you to do competitive shopping. But, I, you know, I, but I, but I, but I, no, I like, I think, it, I think it's an amazing product. What about non, non-beauty? Like, are you like a supplements person, a weird vitamin? No. Fashion. You like no, fashion. I like fashion. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Ambient person. Ambient for the planes. Ambient person. I'm a Tylenol. I'm a Tylenol PM. An ambient person. He's brand loyal. So I'm brand loyal. I'm brand loyal. And I, but I, I could, but, and I'm also probably the only person in the world that takes two Tylenol in the morning because I know I'm going to have a headache. Oh Oh my god! No, that's so sad. No, it's good. (laughs) It's cracking up right now. But like, it's it's, so good. But like, I face the day ready to go. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like de-stressing secrets? You can't have it. You have yes, too I big do. of a job to have a headache like that. I have I have de-stressing secrets. What is it? I'm a I'm very much a person who has a problem with portion control. Really? I have nine pets. Oh, okay. okay so, so I was going to segue have, into I have, your pet soon. I okay. have nine pets. Yes. I have I have six dogs. What's that noise? What's that? Are we done? No, I don't know what that was. That was super weird. Okay. Okay. I have. Six dogs and three cats. That was cats. the wrap it up sound, maybe. So I have six dogs and three cats. Can you tell so us some of their names? I will tell you all their names. Okay. I have three cats. Um, there's Hit it. Dora and there's Olivia, okay. who are the Havana Brown cats. They were named during my daughter's obsession with Dora, Dora the, the Explorer. Explorer. And I was the thinking that, but I didn't want to make a stupid then joke. Then there is my Siamese cat, Mr. Pink. Oh. Um, the cats <laughs> jump on my chest, start to purr, and I nod out. Then oh. I have three French bulldogs. I have Scout. I have um, Portia, and I have Naomi Campbell. Oh my God! Naomi Campbell. Um, Does I Naomi Campbell did, know about this? How about the fact that I texted her and asked her for permission if I could use her name, and she told me that she was going to teach her how to walk. Oh so, my God! So that's a true story. And okay. then I have um, I have. Um, Donut and Toffee, who are two Pekingese dogs. That's cute. And I have the latest one, which was really the last, really a bridge too far, but I I have Gizmo oh, that I got on the American the Kennel Romans. on Lexington Avenue. I went in one day and I saw this pug dog and I was a sucker and I took it home. Oh my God. So, He's like, well, eight you, was fine. You so, gave it a great so, life. So actually, so actually, my go-to product in my life yeah. is Nature's Miracle. My like to clean the carpets? To clean up all the urinary arts, yes. Aww. You do it yourself? Surely, I, no. I, I actually, would... when you step in it, you, you, you clean it yourself? You clean it yourself, So you yes. come home from a long day at the office. And I'm spritzing. And you're like, gosh darn it. Between my Joe Malone candles and my Frederick Mal candles, I've got a Nature's Miracle spritz going on top of the loopy pad. He keeps it real. Keep it real. Yeah. Oh, that's what you need after a long can day. We, can we like, should we end our interview on, on Nature's Miracle? Nature's, <laughs> Nature's Miracle. Miracle. It's an amazing product. Any, well, I don't have any chance pets, of an acquisition. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I've always thought that Origins was nature's miracle, but it's, uh, but no, it's, Good. uh. like it. I like a, a motto at the end there. That's nice. I like that. Thanks, John. This was this so was, great. Yes. And now just guess his email and go pitch your business. He's ready to hear it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
and the Dove people like had like eight meltdowns. It's a beauty bar, it's a beauty not bar. a soap. It, technically, like soap yes. is a soap is actually like We've a combination. Come to use that word differently, but yes, it's I hear not you. It's, soap. So when people say, "Don't use soap," it on doesn't your have tallowit or sodium tallowit in it, and not lye and all that. Yes, it's, it's not soap. Yeah, it is not soap. So when people say, "Don't use soap on your bits," like the Dove bit, the Dove bar is not soap. So, but use the unscented one. And let me tell you, when I was not using it. I absolutely felt the difference. Okay, well, raise a wand to Dove Unscented Beauty Bar. Yes, perfect. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really want to help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five, please. That would be incredible. And if you want to know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels at fatmascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com. We'll even read your letters on the air. So profesh. So profesh. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually try. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 